recording. Seven, three, two, one. What are you doing? What do you say? Have you made up your mind today? What? I have options. No, stop. got no excuses to stay. I'm only just staying my Ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the studio and ready to shower you all with the cum on over treatment. That's right. Emily wrote it like that, so I went with it. Actually, I didn't oh, even I'm realize sorry, I forget it. this. Ready to shower you all with the cum on over treatment right in your face. I didn't. I actually didn't do that on purpose. Mom is not going to like that. I know, but mommy is certainly not going to. <sighs> Mommy's not. Mommy's mad at me. Why? You know what did you, you do? My mother Pam is mad at me because we're having everybody over tomorrow at the house. Uh, Big brother Frank, who's been undergoing cancer treatment for rectal colorectal cancer, he's doing he's doing good. Uh, is finally coming over and he hasn't I seen know. anybody, so it's so a big, excited. big moment. And we're gonna have everybody in the backyard, and we've been planning it. So I told her that we're gonna cater with this Middle Eastern place we like. Yeah, and she was not she wasn't happy with the choice. St- what she gave it to me. She what, gave it to me a little bit, not she, bad. How did she? Like, wait, what did I've she been say? There and I don't like it. I'm like, you know what? And I started thinking. I'm like, I haven't, I haven't liked it either when I've been there. But we were at a party last week, and it was such an easy way to cater a larger party, mm-hmm. which is the theme yes. of today's episode, which is how to throw, how to just throw a good old throwdown, Emily. Yeah, how to throw a bash because it doesn't just happen overnight. You know, you have to. It involves planning, meticulous. Planning, a little bit of stress, and a and a whole lot of love. Whole lot of fun too. If yeah, you tons do it of right. fun. If you don't do it right, not a lot of fun. Summer no. is here. Tons of parties, planning going on. We're in the midst of it. We just got done with Fourth of July. Now we can focus on small backyard get together. Yeah, exactly. From small to medium. That's yes. what I prefer. Mm-hmm. We're going to give you all the do's, the don'ts, the maybes, and we're going to give you all a the tips. Just the tips. <laughs> can you feel it breathing down your neck, oh, baby? Wow. Do you have that one ready to go? That's one did... for those people out there that are late listeners. Ooh, yeah, that I'm was one. Of, that that, that was a song from. One of the earlier come on over days. It is a classic. And if you stay tuned long enough to this podcast, you, you might will, get a taste I know of it. exactly. Uh, but we're literally going to beta test all this advice with a party that I went to a couple days ago that Emily Morrow happened to throw I did. for her best friend and boyfriend, Michael Savage Collins. It was his birthday in, in her new non studio, beautiful little apartment, mm-hmm. two bedroom apartment. She threw a party I in did. the backyard with folding tables, folding chairs. From the as a party goer, we learned a lot about Emily. Why? And I, I believe even more so, Emily learned a lot about herself. I during did. This adventure. So we are going to grade her on each element she planned for. Oh, wow! I love. Whoa, whoa. I'm literally opening myself up t- to judgment today. This is what's happening. I am being judged, but and I'm okay with it because people will learn from my mistakes, from my wins. Yep. Yeah. 
but my, you know, which were mediocre. numerous, Emily, very numerous, N- uh, numerous wins or numerous fail. Wins, very okay. much so. They, thank for you. Sure. Thank you. Food is very important. Obviously, booze, music, comfort, table, chairs, shade, smells. All these things come into so, play, Emily. So we're going to yeah. grade you on all thank of them you. in a minute after we get through the business, of oh, course. The biz. But food, it's not just about food, but food is important. That's why yeah. I brought that up with mom, because I wanted to make it easy. Uh, it's It's a long day. Fridays are very packed. I'm leaving, which I'll get to in a little bit for about five weeks, Emily. You know this, to go shoot two television shows. Very fortunate to be able to do that, but it comes with some planning. And since we're hosting everybody, hey, hey, my phone hit the thing and my thing hit the phone. So we, um, so I, I brought, you know, I wanted to make it easy. Yeah. Sometimes you want to really give it your all, but with the food, you can cut, you know, whatever, something you can cut huh. some corners on. So I, I, this, we, this other party went to big aluminum trays, jasmine rice, all the grilled meats, the Kafka, the mm. shawarma, the, the chicken skewers, all this stuff. And then all the baba ganoush and hummus and dolmades and uh, all the beautiful Middle Eastern food. I was like, we're going to do this. I Next could do that all day. And it's, it's healthy. It's light right. for the hot summer heat. Mm-hmm. So I was excited to present mom with this. She wasn't having it. She said people might not like that style of food and. Her last experience at this one place. I'm not going to tell you. No, her. obviously now you good. can't. But at first I was offended, of course. Of course. Because here I am. Yes. Doing the good things, right? Yes. Getting everybody doing together. God's work. Doing the Lord's, the Heavenly Father's Father, work. Heavenly Father from up above. S- dream sweet. Keep, keep sweet. sweet. <laughs> eat sweet. Eat <laughs> sweet. People, people love saying it. Everybody's like, hey, man, we're watching that. Keep, keep sweet. sweet. So I was like, okay, we'll do these trays. But then I got, I, I thanked mom for inspiring me to, I want to stick to that style of food, but I found the perfect place, which the foods is going to be even fresher, even better. Okay. Even more gotcha. homemade. And we're having it delivered. It's going to be wonderful. Very so excited for that. We'll do a little uh, download on that, a little post-mortem, yes. Emily, after my party this Friday. Then you can grade me on oh, on the next episode. How about that? Tit I like it. For tit, tit, as tit, they say. Oh, tit for toot. Tit for <laughs> Shut up. How was your week? Tend to kitties. Oh. Oh, tender kitties. We haven't done this one. How was your week, little kitties? This week, how was your week? No, I want some milk. F. Oh, so, Jeffrey. Is it? Is that coming up? Is that no, registering as a purr? No, not at all. A purr? No, that makes me. That's like me- a lion purr. No, no, that is not a lion purr. I think a purr is like. That's terrible, Emily. How, you start with how was your week? So it oh, looks like you went Lord. to a Cubs game. Really cool. What's right? Stop it! All right, Jeff. You know how I feel about that synth thing. It's oppressive. Okay, just it's been a few weeks since we've gotten uh-huh. in the studio, so I actually had to sit down. I'm like, what the hell did I do? I that know, is right? that is worth mentioning. So we did go to a Cubs game, and nice. it was, you know what? There is something so magical about baseball game in the summertime. Mm. You get there when it's light out, and then sun sets, and everyone's just in a good mood, no matter whether the team is losing or not. You know, spoiler alert: they lost. We actually left a couple of innings. What if someone still had it on their TiVo, Emily? Oh, my God. I don't even, I can't even tell you who was against the Reds, the Reds. 
Cincinnati Reds. Oh, there you go. You said that pretty quickly. I know. Hey, I, I, it registers. But you know what? It's just such a fun time. And I will go as many times as I'm able to this summer before, you know, it's over for the Cubs because it doesn't look like that. What did you eat there? Did you eat and drink? How many drinks did you have? We only had two drinks. Okay. There because. Would you have beers? Yes, I had nice. two. Be- I don't remember which. I think I had Bud Lights or something like that. Okay. But the pro- the reason why we d- did not drink a lot there is because we accidentally got a little bit too drunk before having a pitcher of margaritas. What? Where? At Tuco and Blondie, which is <laughs> you love that place. Another Tuco and Blondie Tuco shout and out here. And come on over podcast. You guys got drunk before the game. I, because we went there because we get to. It was one of the restaurants in Mike's restaurant group. So he has like, yep. you know, an allowance, if you will, there. And so we, we sat down. A can, little... he, can you order margaritas with that allowance? Yes. Oh, man. No, no. He gets like a certain amount. That's actually, it's not even like an allowance. That's like part of how they pay you. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Like, so he's like, we are using every goddamn dime oh, every wow. month. All right. Good so, for you Which guys. is great because we get to, you know, once, twice a week, we you have, have dinner. tendies? They don't know it's Mexican food. I know. I know, I know you, you always eat them. <laughs> I know. I haven't had tendies in a while. Oh, wow. But no, we just had like a little bit of food and a whole lot of margaritas. And we were like getting ready to go walk over to uh, his friend's house who lives a half a block away from the from the park. And I it, think I met somebody. Yeah, yeah. Was that Florida? Florida? Yeah, that yeah. was Florida. And I'm getting ready to leave. And I'm like, holy shit, Mike. Like, I am like, I am drunk. Before a baseball game. I was not prepared for this. But you know what? It was fine because I took it easy the rest of the time. And, you know, no incidents. Whoa. I know. <laughs> hey, listen. We love getting 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 hammered before the game. Emily. I didn't mean to get Happy hammered. Happy summer. But you know what, though? Oh, it was, I'm, I'm glad you guys made the most of it. it and you know what? And we and ended that up, allowance, too. What a I tasty know. treat. And we ended up walking home. At the end of the night, around like 11 p.m. from the park to Roscoe the home to Roscoe, which is how a, long did that take you? It's like a 35 minute walk what on a, brisk, a beautiful nice night. Walk. Oh. I know. So, which is like and you held hands the whole time. <laughs> and guess what happened? It just started to rain and drizzle. No, it didn't. And it was we a went perfect into a night. Phone booth. <laughs> And he pressed me up against the glass. Okay, A, where's the phone booth? B, are you getting in a phone booth? If and if there is still a phone booth out there, there it is covered in stuff. Nothing nothing legal's happening. No, in phone nothing, booth. no, not intravenous at all. drugs and, and bad deals. I know. <laughs> okay, what else did you do, Emily? Well, we also another day we at our buddy Florida's house went to a little shout out to my a, friend. I know Florida now here. now Jeff finally met him. <laughs> Sorry, comes met up. at the party. We'll get to that later, but he's a nice guy. A yeah. guy named Florida. Not who you would expect a guy named Florida to look like. No. He rolled up and like, he looked like he just came. Yeah, you know, it was like going golfing. I expected a I guy with he, the ripped he... jean shorts and <laughs> razor, Oakley razors on his forehead, not on his eyes. No. You know, obviously a big ass backwards cap. No, he actually, and he, he drives a, he drives a Beamer. Oh, I shout out so. to BMW. Does he really? And he oh. always wears golf shirts. Yeah, he does. He's he a, does. He he's like, a very nice gentleman. He is. But anyway, so All he right. has a, you know, a rooftop deck situation. Okay. He and his lovely girlfriend Paige put a got a huge like baby pool, a big one that's like well built on the rooftop. So we had a rooftop pool party. It was just the four of us. Wait a minute. Okay, let me. Now I got to paint a picture. Is this like a three flat rooftop? Yes, but it's like it's it's a split level where the deck is. 
The nice big Were deck. They, was the pool on a deck or on the roof? It was on the deck, which okay, happens good. to be at like the highest level. So Is it's not the deck technically over the roof. No, it's I'm not. T- I'm thinking drainage and water damage here. No, there is a drain that we could empty the pool into. Yeah, but can it take the influx of all that water at once? You know what? Were it to guess explode? what, Jeff? Not my problem. N- not my property. I'm like, hey, MP. He's a renter. He's a renter. Yeah. So you know, I'm just throwing God, it out there, Florida. You might want to rethink. This. I know this, is, this might uh, you know forfeit your rights to your. Um, your security deposit. Ooh. But yeah, but no, it was a th- that was a fun summertime thing to do. And then the other the only other thing was that it was Mike's birthday. So we went to dinner, I there had the party, so and that many. was it. How many nights did you celebrate Mike's Two. birthday? Two. You went to dinner and just the party. Yeah. There was nothing else. Nothing. Okay. Just All right. Making sure. How many nights did you get for your birthday? Five, I three, believe. Three, three. I believe the count three. this year was Jeff, five. No, back it was three. It was three. Hunario. It was going out to dinner on my actual birthday. It was mom having a little gathering Two. with the family. And then the third was a thing with friends. There was an in-between there. Nope, there too. wasn't. There, there was, was not. There was, Stop I think it. those were both bookended by No, events. they weren't. I promise. Which it was I'm only three. Five. Stop it. You know what? If I want three birthday parties, I'm going to have three freaking birthday parties. Whoa. Stop it. I don't agree with three <laughs> birthday parties, but we've talked about that before. But we'll get in depth to Mike's party. Yes, I'm not going to talk about it now. You don't want to spoil it. No, because we're all going to learn so much oh. from this. Everyone. We're going to learn through storytelling. Exactly, which is how we roll. How, how was your week? It was a couple weeks. Oh, I know, it's like a yours. lot. I had to think. And I'm like, oh, what did I do? I'm like, oh, I went to uh, Cayman. We went to Cayman Islands uh, with the fam, a group of 34 people. It was wonderful. Lorenzo was in the water the whole time. Nice, intimate. (laughs) We had amazing meals and met amazing friends, uh, both old and new, that we know on the island. I just, I cannot tell you how much I love that place. Uh, It is my favorite place outside this place, Emily. And Mm. by this place, I mean my basement. Oh. Studio. Um, I, uh, I just, I just, the water. The ease of it all. You know, a lot of these, if you've been to the Caribbean and stuff before, those fortunate enough to to traveled and, and gone to these locales, it's a lot of, sometimes it's difficult. They're really like super busy and the infrastructure is not easy to get in out. Like Cayman's smooth. And the island's like, everything's five minutes away. It's really cool. So I did that, uh, you know, again, it's like you need a vacation from the vacation, especially with that many people. Yeah, 34, You're constantly, you know, you're, you're partying, you're, you're, throwing the frisbee you're playing water sports you're going snorkeling we're going scuba diving like it was non-stop fun and excitement but by the time i got back i was like i need i need four days did you have a day of rest at cayman like did you have a day where you're like i'm just gonna lay down no, read but you can't really do that you know because you're like pulled to the action mm. i mean i would love to do that and that's what i love about just traveling somewhere with just sarah where we can like literally sit on the beach and read yeah that's my idea of total relaxation yes crack open a hard sci-fi novel on my Kindle and immerse myself in interstellar planetary travel. (laughs) So I took so much joy uh, in watching Lorenzo constantly enjoy the trip. He uh, scuba dove and he uh, snorkeled a ton, met some new friends. He's been partied with his cousins. He had a great time, came back. And then last week was a, was a doodad of a week because 
I don't know if any of you guys caught me in your local saloon or on your DVR or live mm. on ESPN2 throwing bags in the American Cornhole League Super Hole event, Celebrity Pro-Am, where I was paired up with my man, Eddie Grindersleeve, who's Ooh. an immense player, Emily, who makes it in the hole like all the time. Wild. And I played with some fun people, Jay Cutler, former Chicago Bears, QB, Emily, that QB means quarterback, uh, Jared Payton, Zach Miller, another Chicago Bear, DP from... Love is blind. Love is blind. I know. Total delight. Total delight. So I love to hear that. Um, A country superstar, Brett Young. Good time. We went out to dinner the night before to Gibson's Italia. That's where I had the best thing I ever ate. Stay tuned for that. And then we played in this big tournament and they fed us drinks the whole day and we practiced and we had fun and laughs and then we played on the big screen. It was so much fun, I can't tell you. It looked like fun. My boy Brian Cape, cousin Dave came, yeah. uh, and was my were my entourage and my trainer. Hey, well, that's important. And it was um, it was just a it was a blast, and I was surprised at how much fun, and how organized, and how passionate people are about the sport. A, and that's where you throw the beanbag into the board with a hole. Yeah. Uh, very common. It's called cornhole. Emily. Yeah, I know that. And you throw it in there. And it lands or it doesn't. It gets on the board. You get three points. But some of these people, they they don't miss, man. They make They're like 19 serious. out of 20. Very it was serious. wild to watch. Had a blast. Caused a scene with my fanny pack and yeah, my flask. Did. Look it up. Try to find a replay of it. If you don't know, you got to seek it out because I put on a show, Emily. I know. I, I watched it without sound because it was on... At a Mexican, re- I was at another Mexican restaurant, and for some reason, it was yeah, playing that right. night. It was wild. It's I was a like, lot of "Nachos." What is playing ESPN two? Well, like what? I, what it, nice restaurant, Mexican restaurant, is playing ESPN two? Well, this one. So I got to watch it your entire performance without sound, but I imagine it was pretty good. Yeah, I have it was brilliant. I have a recording somewhere. I I'll watch brilliant. it with sound. Quick. With um, but so yeah. that was my week among my, many other things. Just trying to get my life in order before I leave. Get the house, yeah. More things I need to get done around the house. Things I need to get done at Marl Provisions. You know, bringing Emily on even further deeper into the Marl Provisions so hole. Deep. Um, and and this takes a lot of energy. So we're just gonna. It's gonna be a a, a marathon sprint up until I leave. Exactly, on and then you can relax. Pour yourself a cocktail on the plane. Oh, watch watch something loaded up on your iPad. Oh my God, we'll get to that too. There's Ooh, so much. I might need we've some watched. recommendations. Emily. Ooh, well, I got you, bro. I got you. All right. Why don't we just spin right into what you ate since, you know, you ate stuff? What was the best thing you ate this week? All right, oh. what was it, Emily? Oh, you, oh, I thought we would start with you since you just come in right oh from God. Gibson's Italia. That Great it meal. flows better. Oh, what a. It's, it's, it's become in the five years it's open, I think, a Chicago institution at this point. I've Steaks still not are been great, there. and their pasta is so good. And I had their uh, uh, malfadine, which is like uh, you know a little broader, much broader than like a fettuccine, but not like a pepperadelle, but with a jagged edge, really mm. soaking up that uh, beautiful. And they do it with a Neapolitan beef and an onion sugo pecorino parm, and it's just like this ragu. That's deep and rich, and the noodles are so chewy. I had a cacio pep too. Ooh, delish! You did two pastas. They played it for us, and you get a little couple oh, bites on a plate. I love that. These guys did not eat a lot because I was with all these athletes, they're and they're all like tall and skinny. And I was like, nobody's eating steak. I'm I'm in there with the commissioner. But like Jay Cutler is not even playing anymore. Well, hey, he's doing what he's doing. Obviously, he's keeping fit. I know, right? But um, you know, uh, it was just so good. So I mean, major <laughs> shout out. Oh, wow. I cannot. 
they're just they treat you right. It's a sexy room. So Gibson's is an institution, the steakhouse. There's a couple of them, but the main one on Rush Street in the city of Chicago yeah. is like where my dad hangs out, right? For decades. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, goblets of things, super cold, dirty martinis, classic steaks prepared exactly how you want them every time. Classic sides, a classic room. Yeah. Dad's there hanging out with the guys. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Gibson's Italia is like where I'm hanging out. Ooh, young dads. And the menu reflects that. You got the steaks. Little different steak program. They got the Wagyu, the Australian Wagyu. They got dry age. They got more options that the kids love these days, which is different, you know, try a different kind yeah. of a different cut in a different preparation and all the handmade pastas. It's so damn good. Ooh. I can't stand it. Ooh. But really, the truest best thing I ever ate was by my man Luigi from Cayman Cabana. Mm. Uh, they came to the condos we were all staying at and did a proper, they brought the 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 drum smoker, the the, the or they call them the, the, the jerk pan, which is like a big barrel smoker that they put the pimento wood in and all the chicken whole snappers, Ooh. coconut ceviche, all the escovich peppers, uh, 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 bread fruit chips, all the island fare, true local farm-to-table Kamanian oh, food right in our backyard. It was, it smelled, I mean, I cannot tell you. It was one of the, it was the best vacation meal I've ever oh, had. Oh, wow, it sounds amazing. Oh, oh it was so good. Amazing. And the jerk pork, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Everybody loved it. It was a wow. nice little thing. The kids, and even the little kids, they had a little something. They were eating all the pork, man. It was crazy. It was like pork <laughs> steak. Emily, what Ooh. about yous? All right. For me, it was a toss-up because for Mike's birthday dinner, we went to Momotaro, which is, you know, a, a Japanese sushi restaurant, mm-hmm. but they have some, you know, meat options. We had the huge sashimi platter, which is like in a boat. I've had that buffet. It's, it's a lot, right? It is a lot. Mike eats a lot, so it works out well. Um, and also, we had uh, their like big old imperial strip steak, which Ooh. was just cooked to perfection. It was just freaking marbled beautifully, oh. great char. It was it was a lot of food. And then we had freaking three desserts because I think you sent out something. Did you? What happened with that? Did you? I called them and I wanted to send you like a guy's a bottle of champagne or a bottle of wine, something in dessert, and they couldn't do that. Like they couldn't do it over the phone with without. 36 hours notice, something like that. Oh, my that. God. All right. That was... So, the, I know, because But Jeff, then they're like, oh, we'll send them out. What we can do is send them a glass of champagne and dessert, and we'll tell... I go, please tell it. It's, you know, whatever. From Sarah and Jeff. Like, I was on the phone. Like, I did this, Emily. Jeff, like, I, I believe you. It. I believe you. I knew, and that's I, why I was like, how was dinner? And I'm like, I know. I was like, thank me I was for like, the dessert. Not that I care. No, I was but like, you know Aha. I would think... No, of course. But the thing is, is that we did get two glasses of champagne, and we also wow. got two extra desserts... And they said that it was just for his birthday. They didn't say it was no. from anyone. What's so the they opposite were... of a shout out, Em? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, but it was a... <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a beautiful, <sighs> lovely meal. But you know what? It was what came in a hard second. This was me last night. <laughs> no, gross. Oh, no, no, stop it. Know too much. I don't need to know this. Um, nor does on, the pub. Was it was. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. But that what what did come in a hard. Second. <laughs> I didn't mean to sound like that. Anyway, was um got got a dog at the ballpark at the Cubs game. Okay, 
I don't even care anymore. I know, right? No, but can I explain something of what yeah. made this dog so special? Was that we didn't get it from the vendor. Ooh. We went out and mm. got it from the stand. It was... Was it wrapped in foil? Yes. Candy foil? It it's was the abs- It was the best dog at a ballpark really? that I ever had. And it was... I Maybe it was because I was hammered but you know what it was i when i remember just munching on this dogs telling myself i was like this will be the best thing i ate this week it was just perfect and that was all i ate there i'm pretty sure yeah did you put it did you put fixings on the dog well this is people will disagree with what i say but i'm gonna say it okay jesus christmas i love a chicago style hot dog run through the garden all the trimmings all the things i love that but when I don't get a hot dog that way, which at, you know, a Cubs game, usually you just get it plain and then you put on your own. Yep. And if I'm putting on my own, I'm doing ketchup and mustard. And I know people will be like sacrilege. Jeff. Jeff. Hey. It's obnoxious. Everybody, they write to me and they say they love when I do that, when you make a No, mistake. they don't. Who's writing? Jeff, it's too much. Rhonda. Stop it, Rhonda. You don't know Rhonda. But I'm just saying, I like a ketchup and mustard combo when I am i don't have access to all the things. And okay. you know what? If I have access to all the things, I don't put ketchup on it. Okay. But, you know, okay. whatever. I and think they I also get liked, that. And then I like, like to, ketchup on a hot dog. And That's, then I also like to put some, some potato chips on it. That's nothing wrong with that. You need that texture. It's so good. I like it plain Jane. I think I'd rather have a plain hot dog steaming in its own foil wrapper than any thing with anything on it yeah i love and i love a chicago i love gina jude's i love the whole combo with the fry but man i can eat three of those gone like that Boom. Well, that's I, a good one i, I just had one, one. Of the best um, i just had one you had one you oh you just had one i just had one you stopped it at one i did i Look had some restraint all right control well thinking about watching something on tv Is this the updated one? No, I don't wait, but this is the rough version. It can only mean Jeff and Emily. What are you watching this week? What are you watching? Yeah, because there's a separation. What are you watching? What are you watching this It's like I mean, you're everywhere oh in my God, brain. It's so bad. It's so many Jeffs. Uh, I will start. Yes. Because I need some recs for my trips coming up okay. and all my alone time in the hotel room. Uh, okay, so I'm watching the boys. <laughs> Me too. I'm all caught up. Oh, are you really? I am I all am caught not, up. I, there was a big reveal in the last week's episode. I love oh. I, I, I love the show. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I don't know if I'm enjoying it as much as last season, but I think the performances are greater this season, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think that's possible. The acting performances could be greater in a series, even though the story was, was a little more drawn to mm-hmm. last season. But this is um, this is an acting tour de force by I believe his name is it Anthony Starr, who plays um, the, the Homelander. Homelander. Man, it's something Starr. He he's Australian, and those Australians, man, they get the American accent perfect oh, every damn time. They get all accents perfect. perfect. Australians, it, they, they're. They always get it. Unbelievable. Shout out, man. Shout but out. He is uh just so good to the point where it's his acting so precise that when you watch him, and this is like a superhero show, we've talked about it on the air before. 
Uh, but it's not like a Marvel thing. It's like its no. own thing. It has nothing to do with comic books, and it's just it's just actually really is well based done. off of a comic book. Is it really mm-hmm. like a graphic novel? Yeah, I believe, something right? like yeah. that. Yeah, which is not a. I don't know if that's technically a comic book. I don't know. But his acting so precise and you know, uh, 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 granular that you could see his like reactions just in his jaw muscles. You notice he that is- he's like he's got this big strong. It is awesome casting. It's so well done. I am also uh, watching. The summer I turned pretty, I am aka watching- <laughs> the summer I turned shitty. What happened there? How did I get roped into that? I, I knew what I was know. in for. I couldn't. I couldn't get Mike to watch that with me. If I, I, I don't even luring him with all the the meats and cheeses and DJs. No, it would not have happened had Sarah been like, "Hey, you want?" But like we were home and we were just like literally like hibernating. You know, the day and a half after our vacation, just to mm-hmm. kind of catch up. So I was like, "Whatever, it's mindless. I can do like." I can write emails during it and not mess up the Yes, email. exactly. So that's why it's still something in the background. But it's good fun. soundtrack in there. Oh, my God. I was like, finally. A lot of those streamers, they have those uh, stock yeah. music songs, like the fake songs. But I was like, oh, my God. I heard they had Dr. Dog. Yep. I know. I was like, what? It was great. But my Emily, this is a new thing I want to implement into okay. this podcast. My pick of the week. Pick of the week. Pick of the week. Okay. Pick of the week. Pick of the week. Pick of the week. So my pick. I like that. We're going to go with that. <laughs> I, I can, you That's know, a save secret, that. Emily. All right. My pick of the week. And I was, this was the most hesitant I've ever been to watch a singular series. I was resistant. I was mad. I hated it before I watched it, Emily. That's how difficult it was for me to press play on this Hulu series. This is The Bear. The Bear. The Bear. Uh, On Hulu, show about a chef, Michelin star chef, worked at the French Laundry, worked at Noma, now working in his brother's beef, beef stand. stand after his brother passes. Oh, commit suicide. Commit suicide, which is not a spoiler. It no, it's not. It happens in like the first 10 seconds of the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, Italian-American guy named Carmi, I believe it's Bar- uh, Barazzo or something like that. Yeah. Barazzato, played by the guy from Shameless. Mm-hmm. I, I got to say, it's a hell of a ride, man. It is and a hell of a ride. it is well acted. It's well written. I think it's a good not saying great, Emily. A mm. good representation of Chicago uh, in our vernacular. Yes. Um, well, I personally a, think sometimes it's a little bit too on the nose. I totally like, agree like a little you. like reference heavy. But you yeah. know what? They do it. They did it better than most shows and movies have done. And and I can guarantee you there'll be a second season of. This. Oh, there's there better. Be. And I think they'll equalize a little bit, you know, shake off that on the nose dialogue with like, hey, you know, at least it wasn't like we're going to the bean. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I'm they, going to, you know, whatever. Millennium Park, Park. to go eat Chicago style <laughs> hot dogs. Although there was a time when they were driving. They said that they were on the Dan Ryan and they were a thousand percent on Lakeshore Drive. Oh, I'm 100%. like, come on, guys. Come Crazy. on. I'm like, there's had to be somebody on the crew. One yeah, of the, like someone could have pointed them in the right direction. It's probably just a really expensive uh, change at that point. Right. To get the writers approved. I don't, you know, I don't know. But they always but, want to do Lakeshore Drive. But it's a, it was a great show, and I was so hesitant because I was like, "Oh, there's an Italian main character, and he's a chef, and he's making Italian beefs, oh, and he's you know, it's like all so the, many and parallels, he, and it's like so many parallels." And I was like, "So I'm like, this is gonna drive me up a wall." 
And it really didn't. I was tickled by a lot of it in, sure, in a perfect world, Jeff would I would have been cast in that show because, hey, exclusive. This is a come on over exclusive. <laughs> I auditioned for a part in that show, <laughs> and I obviously did not get the no. part. But I, inter- I, I, it's in the first episodes. The guy selling, uh, buying Jordans off Carmi because he's trying to, uh, you know, drum up some scratch to pr- purchase fine, fine chuck rolls to mm. make his Italian beef. Which I was like, man, this is like great. I mean, I've never sold shoes for beef before, but hey. um, I didn't get the part. And that's not the part for me. I'd love to have a walk-on part. You got Maddie Matheson, who did a great job as Fack in there. So great. He's oh, a real yeah. chef. But again, none of the main characters, none. Italian-American. Are Italian-American, nor are they from Chicago. No. So I was worried about the accent representation. It was okay. What's his name? The brother, the cousin. Richie. Richie, the cousin Richie. did a better job. Carmi doesn't even try much, which I almost appreciated yeah. more. Mm-hmm. The sister didn't sound like it. John Barenthal plays the brother in, in flashback scenes. Had was like a little cartoony. Yeah, like he uh, read the phonetic spelling of the words. Uh, I just wish, man. I, it's like this is it. This was the time. This was our moment to be like. And I still stand by it. The only great representation currently available, current show about the Chicago, especially the Northwest Side culture and the accent, is the John Wayne Gacy tapes. I tell you, I, oh, so- it is a clinic on Chicago. So <laughs> oh, I recommend my, that. Like I went to the uh, no, my, name's I like, my name's, I'm Donnie. I was, percent, that this was- guy was like the total, he's guy's a weird guy, but I was like, we like to hang out. Like it was, everybody had a mustache. Oh it's my amazing. God. So true. But so still true. my pick of the week, Emily. Wow. The bear. Watch it. The- it's quick. The bear. Oh, no. See, now that's. Oh, see, we're just God feeding into it. Oh, my God. Are I'd we love gonna... to be a consultant on the show, but I do what they did great. And I'm sure Michael Savage can attest to this. The kitchen mm. scenes were unbelievable. Yes. Like very stressful. Like you felt it was palpable. The, 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 just the intensity and the anxiety that a, the professional kitchen it felt, It gave me anxiety. I could feel Mike's anxiety inside of him welling up because, you know, that's like, you know, his day-to-day life in the I kitchen, know. you know, and, and running the show in the kitchen as well. And that's what Carmi does that's in The what, Bear, which um, we highly recommend. I want to give a shout-out to uh, A.O. Edaberry, who plays Sydney, the sous chef, too. She's the she's the standout performer. Oh my, she's gonna she's win amazing. some awards. She better. She better. So will Jeremy Allen White, who plays Carmi Carmen. Mm. I think we got some contenders here. I think this show's got legs. I think it definitely has a season two. It's gotten a lot of buzz, and I don't know, maybe or maybe not. We might uh, dissect it a little further Ooh. and do another episode devoted to it, just because there are. So many slappy in the face parallels in the in the come on over Morrow universe. I'm sure we can get a guest or two, right, Jeff? Oh, 100%. You know people. So, guys, stay tuned or don't. Or, but hey, Hope Slice, I'm in. Sounds like a blast. Congrats on the episodes. Thanks for the kind words. Isn't the bear good? Looking forward to it. Oh, boom. All right. So, we okay, guys. Chris Watsaki is a real Chicagoan who, uh, a very funny stand up comedian. Uh, I know him uh, through you know some of my adventures in the past. So Chris plays Pete, who's the brother-in-law of Abby Elliott. Yeah, who's not from Chicago. No, Chris is. We're gonna have him on. Give an inside scoop. Yes. Maybe we even get your first day, Dion, for a little. I don't maybe know. You can give us some. Uh, I know some of the people on the crew because you know I used to. 
Emily do this stuff. I know a lot of people bitch. that might know some behind the scenes scoopage. Well, that's going to be the next episode. So you stay tuned. Start telling all your friends about this. We're on the heels of greatness. Actually, I will tell you guys when it's going to drop because our schedule's a little goofy. So everybody stay tuned for this to drop on July 29th. Stop it. July 29th. It's, it's going to we're going to do a Friday because of our weird schedule. So, guys, stay tuned for in a few weeks. July 29th, we are going to have our episode about the bear. Abby Elliott plays the sister. Yeah. Right. She, I thought she was great in it. But her is. name is Sugar Ber- Berzato. She don't sound like a sugar. No, Anybody I think, named no. Sugar from the neighborhood is going to sound like a sugar. Like, hey, my name is Sugar. <laughs> you know, one of what's crazy, my, I did a series of short stories in college. Or no, in high school, they were called the Sugar Tales about a girl named Sugar with a crazy mom. Oh. wonder where that inspiration came from. I don't know. They were hilarious. Stop. I still have them somewhere. All right, Emily, okay. what are you watching? <laughs> okay. What you're watching right. this week. Okay. So we watched uh, Hustle, the movie with Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. I watched that did too. You, what'd you think about that? Eh, just, you know, I, I'm going to give it. Uh, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. It's on Netflix. I'm going to give it seven sugars. Seven sugars? <laughs> okay. Could we, we could do better. Okay. I'm going to give it, Emily. I know. What? What? <laughs> Emily, I'm going to give it seven pre-Cubs games margaritas. Oh, no. Okay. Too many. All right. I'm going to give it seven pre-Cubs <laughs> game margaritas. Dot, dot, dot. Too, too many. many. All, right. All right. All right. That's fair. But no, I but it's en- fun watch, man. I enjoy Adam Sandler, like when Adam Sandler goes yep. straight Love and it. he's not like, dippity doo. <laughs> I'm playing the basketball. <laughs> oh, the basketballsies. No, but like, I really enjoyed his character. I like the struggle. He's a age or he's a recruit for what the, what no, the, he's the a scout. Sep- the, well, whatever. God, a scout. As a professional ESPN athlete. I'm such sorry. As myself, oh, I'm ESPN I a, 2. I take umbrage. E- ESPN 2, the dose. Yeah, but the dose is better than the Ocho. Oh, does the Ocho actually exist? I don't know. Uh, but I enjoyed it, and it was fun. And that guy who played the the basketball player, the the Spanish basketball, yeah. he was a Uh-oh. he was a big hunk of man. Oh no, I'm covered in tats. Oh man, ooey. <laughs> He's a nice, and he had a you know a sweet person. He looked like a nice guy. No, I liked it. I hated. I love Ben Foster. He's one of my favorite actors. Oh. He played the mean. Plays a good child owner of the or, team. He's like my age. He's not a child. Well, you, after what happens in the movie, I'm trying not to give anything away, but uh, yeah, he's just he's very unlikable, which means he's a great actor. Actor. What else, Emily? All right, so we watched The Northmen. Oh, you're just in a beefcakes these days. I know. Well, Jeez Louise. Mike really wanted to watch it because he connects with the Viking people this since is true. you know he's from, you, you know, he's half Swedish. So he, he has some weird connection with them. And we watched this movie that was like. Alexander Skarsgård's like labor of love for years that finally got made. And it was just like, it was really solidly mediocre. You know, it was very long. It was, I felt like it was two hours and 40 minutes following like the jury, the Viking boys dad got killed and then he comes back and then he's like a spy, but he's like a servant man. It's all these things. It's this sprawling tale that could have been told in half the time. And it was, Oh, it was, you know, it was okay. I, I give it, I give it like six pre-gate pre. I give it six pre-Cubs game margaritas. Too many. Oh, we don't like work? a sick. Six. six. Yeah, no. it works in its own come on over way, Emily. Okay. All right. Um, 
also watching Becoming Elizabeth Yay. on Stars, which is about um, Queen Elizabeth the first daughter okay. of Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn after Henry VIII dies and it's before she becomes Queen Elizabeth and following her journey as a teen. And I like, just let me tell you, like, I don't know if you know this about me, if the people know this about me, but I love freaking royal stuff, royal shit, uh, especially of the Tudor dynasty and following. Like I have read and seen everything about, you know, Henry VIII, all of his wives, you know, watched all the shows and you know what? It's really of our, Current Queen Elizabeth? No, I said, Jeff, Queen Elizabeth I the first. That means nothing see, to me. Most be, well, I said that she was the daughter of Henry VIII and Anne Boleyn. I don't Anne know. Anne Boleyn who Anne got her Bo- head cut. Jeff, come on. Listen, you don't know this stuff? I am a school of the streets. Okay, stop it. Anyway, well, if anybody, there, there was, you know, the show, like the other, the movie, The Other Boleyn Girl, The Tudors. Oh. Like the, a lot of people, this is like embroiled yeah, in pop no, culture. No, yeah. but a lot of no, people cool. know it. It's a niche thing. That's cool. It's very niche. And you know what? I think think it's it's all different specific era that we haven't seen i am i'm just totally in it i love it and i will watch more of it and it's awesome what are we giving it emily i am giving it right now we're not i think we're only like three or four episodes and we are giving it currently um, 8.2 pre-cubs game margaritas too many oh very nice okay and I'll just bust through these last two really yes, quick. All right. So there is a show called Rich and Shameless. It is not new. I don't know where I found it. It's on Hulu right now. But each episode dissects like terrible rich people. Like the first <laughs> one is about like Joe Francis on Girls Gone Wild. Oh, yeah. He was he was like the original bad guy. Oh, He's God. A bad boy. Who else? Each one is about like a different like terrible person in history that has like done bad things with money and it is they're told really well it's good production value it's a tnt original emily but jeff it's so good what are you obviously on hulu just watch it give it a go start with the girls gone wild you will get so angry i get so angry Joe Francis should be freaking burnt. And he's still like doing shit out in Mexico, being an asshole. And like the Kardashians are friends with him and a bunch of other famous people. It, it angers me. But anyway, I give it 8.5 pre-Gate Cubs game. Margarita's too many. All right. Yes. I'll give it a shot. I got time. And then the last one is unexplained. Oh. Where it's unexplained, which is hosted by William Shatner. Oh, I've seen that on, on Netflix, on right? Netflix. The way that William Shatner hosts it and does the commentary, just watch it for that. Just fast forward to those parts. It's just all about like that are unexplained, you know, think yeah. unsolved mysteries. But like they'll talk about, you know, the pyramids. They'll talk about weird structures. They'll talk about ghosts and stuff like that. Okay. Very enjoyable. I love all that stuff. You but know, the, hosted uh, by William Shatner, whose paranormal. inflection is insane. He'll be like, I went to see this and then it'll look like it'll have a mini stroke it's fascinating it is (laughs) i say watch trust me it is all right it is wild you should watch it with lorenzo he'll get a kick out of it too done all right i'll give it you know 7.2 pre-cubs game margaritas too many Really? Oh, 
so difficult to fit all those horn players in my basement when I was cutting this wax. I okay. See you could, I could see you fit them Do in there. Do we have any of these or did I yeah, prematurely Jeff, look, play it? Yeah, you can read that first one. Oh, here we go. From Mary Brayton. I recently found your podcast. <laughs> I'm going, hey, new customers are just as good as old customers. Oh, yeah. I'm going from beginning and just almost choke listening to the last summer's cage match when you talked about the pizza towel. You two are hilarious. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on. Wait, wait. Refresh me on the pizza towel. Remember when I oh lived in the God, studio right. and you... we would eat at, in bed and put down the pillowcase that we called the pizza towel. That's right. So it wouldn't, you know, stay in the, the comforter. Do you miss the pizza towel? I don't. Like, there's some things I miss about the studio. It's just, you know, that was a special place for us. <laughs> It was. It's where it all began, all went down and got solidified. Yes, it did. You should have framed the pizza towel. I still have it. Is it covered in anything? No. Bronies? No. They're like mm. these pillowcases. We had two of them, but they have like deers on them. Well, that deers could be and, and forest artwork. animals. Hey, it, you know, that's a great idea for down the road. Well, but, Mary, thanks for, um, thanks for getting involved with yes. us and uh, going to the catalog. We say it all the time. You really, you, know, you can jump on board here anytime you want, but it's best to go back and start from uh, day one. Day one. And see where we've come and get all the inside jokes and all that I stuff. I know. Not it's inside. We're part true. of it. But I did respond to her and I said, I was like, you know, spoiler alert, we got out of the studio, but I still have the pizza oh, towels. Well, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I was like, guess what? Nice. I'm, in see, big, I'm in a big I'm in a big That's like the kid sees dead people <laughs> in the come on over no. universe. You should say that. Emily you see this, gets this out of the studio. Kid sees dead people. That's wild. All right. And then, uh, this is a next this is a video IGQ and A, Emily? Yes. All right, let me see. Okay. Oh my gosh, Emily, I love that you and Mikey Savage just videoed me out having a good time. That just made my whole day. All right, this is this is a lady friend. Hey, her name is I don't know how to pronounce her name, if it's Tija or Tija, okay? Okay, she has definitely communicated with us Yes, before. well, she's communicated with me a bunch about the birds specifically. She's pretty new to the podcast. But then she also, this one night in question while we were at our local watering hole, she was nervous because she ordered some stuff from Morrow Provisions and didn't put in a code. Oh, that's and right. And then she like, so she messaged me on Instagram and I'm like my personal on Morrow Provisions, email, covered everything. So there was some confusion going. And then me and Mike sent her like a fun little video while we were out just for fun. She's obviously a fan of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, she's a, okay. So that's But I what, wanted to paint a picture for you. Yes. I haven't seen this video, but she is definitely in a like a tube top situation and she's on the deck or the balcony getting sun. She got the sunglasses on. She's in a relaxed state. Yes, that's she what is. I'm going to say. I'm mm-hmm. sure we can post this video to the Shana. Probably I don't know. not. Those sound Probably there. not. So you get to hear the video, but I'm painting yes. you a picture. You have so much going on in your life, and I literally feel like we're best friends. So I did send my video to the podcast email, and I did not re-listen. Also, I, what I forgot to mention was that she sent a video to our Ask Jeff at Come On Over email that didn't send and apparently was some weird like it was like a drunk dial of some sort oh that would have been great i know so and, and it did but it never went through and i was oh, like you know you bring that to the somebody in i have a contact in the cia that can Ooh, rip that let's do the it hard drive okay all right so i don't know what i said i guess we'll find out but glad you guys are having a great night tonight and also I listened, I just finished listening to the whole podcast library, but I listened to it in reverse 
Whoa. Which wow. was amazing. It was like a deconstruction. It was awesome. You guys are doing amazing. And I'm pretty sure we're best friends. <laughs> <laughs> have oh. so much fun. Keep having a good time. Oh. I think I might have another drink, even though I have to be up at five because I feel like we're having a good time Sunday night. And that's the love come you. out over spirit right I there. <laughs> That's what we love. Tisha, Tia. Now we got to get her the correct pronunciation I know. Pronunciation I was of her all name, these times. Emily. I've said this a thousand times and she's never corrected me. So. Well, she probably doesn't boast. Like Caribbean, Caribbean. Yes. She, uh, that's awesome. That's the come on over spirit. You got to wake up at five. You're going to have one more because you're feeling the spirit. Boom. And I love the reverse engineering method methodology. Of Isn't that wild? Like I was, it's like memento. Like. Well, I always read magazines from the back front. Wow, I don't know why, but I've always done it. Maybe strange. it's like the same thing, but. Thank you for your contribution, Emily. Thanks for going the extra mile and sending her a, a video with hey, you and Mike, your own cameo. But, uh, your first cameo. I know. It's the of the day. All right. You want to read this or you want me to read you this? You read it. Okay. This is the podcast make. See, you can't. The way Apple reviews are, you can't. This you can't podcast sit. probably makes me wet. Oh, I believe stop that's it. What it is. Oh, gross. From Merry Go Round 7. Two, four. I'm going to reckon her name is Mary, Mary. Emily. Okay. <clears throat> I just discovered it recently. I'm a casual Food Network watcher and always thought Jeff was funny. Jeff and Emily's banter and stories always make me laugh. Is someone else said in the reviews, go back and listen <laughs> from the beginning to get all. The, I just said that. Emily. I know. I know. And so did Deja. Do you really burp? Yeah, but... Fucking slob all. Oh, stop. It's that hot dog. I smell it. No. And listen from the beginning to get all the inside jokes, etc. Also, the cooking tips, etc. are great. Update to my review. Oh. What? I didn't uh -oh. know one could There's do that. An update to my review. The further out I got, I go, the more I laugh. I woke up with Jeff's Hey World <laughs> stuck in my head. Do Welcome not to my life. sleep on this podcast. Well, thank you. I'm like... Yeah, you gotta... Hey, what you can chew that up, Emily. Guess what? I just found something to watch. Well, thank you very much, uh, Merry Go Round 724. This was such a, uh, a, a nice, nice message to share with not only us, but also everybody who listens on Apple Podcasts. Exactly. And you guys could send your reviews yep. on and we'll Apple Podcasts. Hey, we do it. We'll we do, do it for you. I'll uh, read them all. All right. Five stars, of course. Always five stars. Jeff. Yes. Let's get to the freaking meat of this episode. Well, this is pretty much tips, so I'm going to hit you with a tips. Oh. Oh, this is one of my favorites. I mean, that set of bars, right? It is sick. It's really dude. good. I, it's, it's really good rhyming. I, and that was off the tip, oh, literally. Off the tip. I'm trying to find the one just the tip song. Yeah, it's a good one, too. Can you right. give me the down your neck, baby? Ooh, just the tips, it's what you expect. Yes, 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 Nobody doesn't like that anymore. No, and... Uh, all right, so now comes the time, Emily. We're going to show you guys all how to properly prepare 
and execute a summer fun time party. Yeah. These rules apply too for the winter, autumn, mm. spring. Yeah. Okay. And we are going to do this by kind of deconstructing, much like Tija did, the entire <laughs> uh, Come On Over catalog, her party that she threw for her darling boyfriend, Michael. And we're going to grade her on each and every. And we got to come up with a clever one to 10 scale. Here, oh, Emily. you still didn't. Well, because I spent it all on her. Oh, on yeah. Her obviously, you for, did. Obviously. What are you watching this week? True debt. All Ooh. right. All right. So we have formulated a list here. Yes. It's kind of like the perfect party planning list that anybody, whether you're throwing a graduation party, Christmas dinner, or a nice little backyard bonanza. Yes. You abide by these things. Check these off your checklist. So what I'm going to do, this is the list, Emily. We're going to talk about how you not only planned to execute this item, also talk about how you did. Yeah. How you feel you did. Yeah. We're going to give you a score collectively. Okay. Yes. I have thrown many parties in my yard. So yes, that gives you me have. a little bit of an authority. I did write a book called Come On Over. Which That's is true. About throwing a party and the food that goes along with it. So mm -hmm. I'm somewhat of an expert. That's but true. We're also going to give you a score, Emily. Oh, and wow. And that's score. I still don't know what it is. Oh, we'll my see God. what comes out. It's very exciting. System. Oh, my God. A lot of surprises coming at you. So many surprises. Here are the items, Em. Okay. Invitees. Invitees. That's who was at the party. Can't have a party without invitees. Am that I wrong? That is true. Number two, menu. Mm. Goes without saying. Number three, comfort items. Chairs, tables, shade. Yes. Serving utensils. That's a left wing one. That came out of... Left field, I mean. No, left wing. <laughs> left wing. Is we did like have some wing? wings at the party. We will talk about yeah. those. Drumsticks. Drumsticks. Yeah. Music. <laughs> often uh, last minute, overlooked. Booze, naturally. Obviously. A category I like to call Emily vibes. Oh. It's a general feeling. Oh, okay. People get All right. how you were received when you entered the party. That is. Um... How the, what kind of juju did you get from the other invitees? Ooh, invitees. Invitees. I can't say it. <laughs> Road. Road. Set up, Emily. Yes. Clean up. Yes. So and a very special bonus round, which I'm not going to tell you about. Oh, okay. I know what it is. Shut up. All right. All right. Let's start with list number one. Please, everybody, grab a pen and a paper, <laughs> a mechanical pencil, and make some notes. Invitees. Invitees. All right. So um, this was something that evolved over time. It was a smaller amount. And then as the week progressed, as more people started just, you know, hey, why don't you come? And why don't you come? Then you're like, oh, well, if that happens, I got to invite this person and Did that person. Did you have a person. number in mind before you, when you had this party uh, I thought planned. it was going to be like small. I thought it was going to be eight. And okay. it, it got to about 21, 22. But you know, it's okay. That's a manageable number. It's not like we went from 20 to 50. So it's Truth. still, you know, but it over time, it just slowly progressed until we we're like, all right, well, this is what's happening. And I think, you know, you have to decide whether or not you're able to be flexible or not. Like we have the space. We had a backyard. You know, we would have been a little bit screwed if it rained, which it was in the uh, forecast. forecast. So was, we were... But it kept on moving and it worked out. I just wanted to make sure that all of Mike's important people were there. Um, you know, our closest mutual friends were there. And, you know, just, you know, throw some family in the mix. And I, I knew the list at the smallest and at the biggest it became, it would be good people that mixed well together. Emily? Yes. 
Well done. I'm going to give you a round of applause. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, What a beautiful curated guest list. I think it's guest lists are very important, right? You need to have your people, your significant other's people, both of your peoples that fall into both categories. Uh, a little family always goes a long way, but just mm-hmm. a little bit. You don't want to turn it into a family Because then party. you got this all the cousins the and that's, and you don't want to hurt feeling. It and just gets so true. big. You, you played know. it right, which is Dana and uh, Sarah and, and I and Lorenzo. Oh, there. I know. Lorenzo had a very lovely time. He got a tour <laughs> of your, your, your apartment uh, and his eyes were magically opened up to what a table bong looks like. So for that, I'm going to give your curated guest list. 9.5 <gasps> table wow. bongs out of 10, Emily. Thank I you. I had some wonderful, and I, I know we were only there for about two and a half hours. It was a school night for us. Yes. But uh, I'm so glad we came and got to meet Florida finally and all your other friends. Ernesto uh, did a great job manning the crew. I mean, it was just some great, just it's nice people from all walks. And, yes. and that's very important. Family parties are called family parties for a reason. They're somewhat predictable. Arguments are predictable. Laughs are somewhat predictable. We love them. I'm having one on Friday. Can't wait for it. But like a Mm well-curated mishmash of of all your, you know, all the people in your life always makes for an entertaining party. Well done, Emily. thank you. Love it. Good mix. That's a D. Oh, thanks. Emily, next category, menu. Okay. Very important. Tell us what you planned for and what actually came into fruition and uh, uh, how it turned out and how you think it turned out. Okay. The menu, there was a little bit of changing. I had gotten a couple packs of our Morrow Provisions wet-aged steak dogs that mm. I wanted because they are just so darn delicious. Can and I say something? I know I know what you're going to say. I haven't had one outside like shooting the, the, the lives or shooting some content for the website where I'm like out there, I'm performing, I'm eating a hot dog. I sat down and I ate one of these hot dogs. Unbelievable. They are so good. It is like the tastiest, beefiest. I'm, I know I'm not like that. It's like gratuitously plugging. I know I do that. Yes. But it's really, really good. And I wouldn't sell it unless it was really, really good. And now you can add them on. Yeah, for $15 every single as an meat box or sandwich kit order for just 10 bucks and you get eight giant 15 dollars. $15. Oh, $15. 15 and some people are like, that's a lot for hot dogs. These are huge hot dogs. They will fill you up. They are, and they're exceptionally delicious. Amen to that. Exactly. So, and then we just did burgers and then um, Ernesto said that he would make some marinated drumsticks. Nice. Yes. And then last minute we threw on some shrimps. Ooh. Yes. And so, and then I also did mom's Pasta salad, so her pasta salad Your recipe. Pepperoni. Pepperoni, vinegar based. Ooh. It is just with, it's very simple, very delicious, always a crowd pleaser. I just did a, you know, a nice big salad for everyone, nothing crazy in it. And that was pretty much it. I, Emily, you know you did well. You had support. Mike wasn't uh, working too hard. No. Um, at the grill, thank thanks to Ernesto. He did help with a lot of the setting up that day. We went shopping together, mm-hmm. all those things. So Mike wasn't completely, even though it was his birthday, he still helped out a lot. I just tried to make it as the least amount as possible so he could enjoy himself. Well, I am going to give your, this is my assessment. Mm-hmm. I'm not judging, I'm assessing. It's different. Yes. I'm giving your menu, curation again, and execution. 
Pammy's pepperoni pasta salad. Oh salads. my God. And it's because of that pasta salad. I've not had that in a long time. Exactly. I'm going to have to do that on the show. We got to talk about it. We got to write it down. Oh, I know. It's I got can... like, uh, what, fresh, uh, cubed, was it mozzarella or provolone? Actually, that one I used uh, fresh mozzarella yeah. and I just cut it. Like, you so know, good. Whatever. Just got like, you know, folds of thinly cut circles of pepperoni i mean but that's the charm in it uh fusilli right uh no i uh, did uh rotini oh rotini that's right and it's just classic and it's great but the drumsticks and i told ernesto this he brined them he took Mm -hmm. the steps to not just throw a naked drumstick slopped in barbecue sauce which burns and like he knew what he was doing and everything had thought behind it the burgers were perfectly cooked Hot dogs, obviously. You had a good crunchy salad. You had a starch in the pasta salad. Mm-hmm. You had plenty of chips. You had shrimp for people that didn't eat meat. I was going to say the pasta salad, but it, again, it had pepperoni in it. I, you no, know, but you could the, pick out the pepperoni. But it was, um, you know, the steak dogs, obviously, <laughs> so it was something for everybody. But the standout was Ernesto's drumsticks. Oh, wow. That he took the time to brine. He's like, oh, they're over brined. So I go, no, man. This is a, you know, it's it's difficult to cook a drumstick well. There's a lot of things in there, right? So just by properly brining it for a couple hours, you know, find a good recipe, you know, sometimes like three quarts, half a cup of salt, half a cup of sugar. You put them together. You see if that works for you. Throw them on the grill. You season them. Boom, boom, boom. Delicious. Mm. But he did a great job. He yes, with he some did. Nice big hardwood chunks. Uh, got those going so they had a beautiful smoky flavor. I mm. enjoy that meal very oh, much. Oh, well, thank you. I was very, a lot of people said, that the food was was bomb, and, and it, you don't you know need what? a ton of food. Now you're like, oh my god, there's. I was like, worried you about want, you. Don't want left because what is left? We'll get to that one during cleanup. But yeah. the most underrated, stressful cleanup are leftovers because you can't just like stuff a big aluminum pan in your fridge. You mm-hmm. got to decant it into zip zip ziploc bags, yeah, or Tupperware, or you know Chinese food takeout container, or whatever you have laying around, and that takes time, utensils, mm-hmm. garbage. Then you got to throw the thing away. So my goal is to have those aluminum pans damn near empty. And ours were. They were. Or able to consolidate in one pan that you mm. bring upstairs, cover, and then you can nosh on in a couple hours. Yeah. You guys nailed it. Thank nailed you. Nailed the quantity, Woo. too. Don't underestimate. I know everybody's like, oh, this big Italian-American thing is like, we're going to over-serve. We're going to over-prepare. Yeah. We're going to over, you know, just uh, just way overindulge the counts in the numbers. You don't need to do that. That's not a sign of love or skill or quality for that no. matter focus on what you know how to do execute it don't take on anything too much people are going to you know appreciate the simplicity yeah in the, I mean, in the which leads to better execution well thank you I'm, i thank you i appreciate that wow. Woo. well done wow Emily. thank you very nerve-wracking for you okay All right. the next comfort items these are your chairs your tables shade emily i'm going to start this with my rating okay we started at about a 4.2 <laughs> Lack of folding <laughs> chairs. Because that's how many chairs were on the premise. We had six chairs on the premise. I'm going with 4.2. Two okay. of them were, <laughs> were, 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 the were home campers. chairs, no, camper chairs. Camper chairs. That, <laughs> you ever sit in somebody else's camper chair? It's like a no-no, dude. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. You bring your own camper. You sit in it. I swear to God, you're the folding. Yeah, the fabric camper chairs. Is that what they're called? Camper yeah, chairs. Yeah, camper chairs. I knew it was Ernesto and Meg's folding chairs. No, they're not. They weren't. See, no. I didn't know who they were, but I knew they were somebody. They were ours. So we started at 4.2. You did have a table set up. Tables were being set up. Granted, we did door bust the joint. Because we were no, the first okay. ones there. No, I did have um, uh, someone brought in an extra table. And then my friend Am- Amber and Brandon brought 
like a bunch of chairs, but they didn't come until like the food was being served. It was, so know, everyone it was, was kind of standing. I was like, guys, they're minutes away. I got a text. So that's something that I know moving forward to have the chairs there ahead of time. I yeah. thought that they would be arriving at like 530 and then all the people would be there at that time. So, yeah. you know, and, that was a boo-boo on my part. That I'm not putting it on them at all because they did me a huge favor. Of course, shout out. I mean, they they brought that from a 4.2. Yes. Uh, lack of folding chairs to, I'm going to say a solid, Emily, 8.79. Thank you. Well, there lack we go. Lack of folding chairs. <laughs> um, but great. Like, you can't, you had enough table action there. You had people to sit, you know, you had folding table. You had a folding, like, people are like, I'm going to throw a party in, like, without a surface. Or without enough chairs, God forbid. I mean, I would shoot for, if you have 10 people coming, have minimum eight chairs. Okay. Some people don't. Some people sit on steps. You know, like, some people, like, people, like, they don't, you know. Yeah, they or they just never just sit down. For, you gotta, they don't sit down. Or it's the host never sit down. I'm mm, I certainly one of them a lot. sit down. Of course not. So eight, you can get away with that, right? But usually, you know, measure for measure, I would like to say. Tables, you did great. Shade, you have that big, beautiful well, yeah. tree in the back. But if it was a sunny night, you know, you neglect shade, you don't have a table umbrella, this is a time to maybe upgrade the patio and get yourself an umbrella or yeah. a pop tent or something like that. Because At this time of night, though, the we're always in the shade. We get a nice little breeze because yeah. we're on a corner. So it works out quite well. So we're, I, we're lucky. Just That's just environment. And my secret weapon, my secret comfort item weapon, Emily, is what? a big fan. I know. I got it. At the hardware store in the Home Depot, it's a giant metal blade. It looks cool, but it not only cools off for those extra hot nights where you're like, shit, nobody's coming inside. Yeah. It's not raining, but we're staying outside and it's a little 10 degrees, little above mm -hmm. comfort. Uh, you get that thing going, it not only cools you down, it keeps the bugs off the food and you can turn it towards the buffet line. And when those flies think they're going to land, they get blown away. Your food will stay oh. hot. Don't worry about it. Boom. Yeah. That's a Jeff Marl super tip. Ooh. Hit the music. Uh, big fan. All right. Speaking of music. Oh, wait. But first, it's Serving utensils. Did a great job. 10 out of 10, Emily. We oh, don't thanks. even need to All right, I won't do anything. I mean, as long as you have knives, spoons, right? Some people still eat with spoons. You can go a little Jeff Morrow hack. A lot of these places, right? They'll sell you a whole case of the pre-wrapped uh, cutlery packs, plastic cutlery that mm -hmm. come with a napkin, all that. I think it's a lot of plastic, a lot of waste, but you had you had forks. You had knives and you had serving utensils in each and aluminum pan. And you know what? And, the, uh, and I think the aluminum pan is a way to go for everything because A, recyclable. Yeah. B, you can easily consolidate them. They're just, you just get a big old stack of them and then you don't have to worry about the cleanup. Like I hardly did any dishes. It was amazing. Amazing. And I like to get stacks of, especially during the holiday seasons when we're hosting a lot, of the black clear topped uh, takeout containers. Mm -hmm that you can stack and people can make their own. If you do have leftover food and abundance of it, here's the stack, go up there, or while everybody's kind of cleaning up or you're doing whatever, you can portion everything out in those mm -hmm. and stack them in your own fridge or send them home easily. Yeah. Rather than the paper plate with foil on it. True. Don't do it, bro. No. All right, next, music. Okay. What was our game plan here All with the right. music, Emily? Was it I a will... pre-made playlist? I have a few playlists that I like to play around with. But um, I have one, which is actually that I started off the evening with, which was our 
come on over summer fun time mix. Oh, we got to reshare that with Spotify. I know. That's I'll... a great list. I was like, man, why do I love these songs I know. so much? I'm like, like we curated it. We created it. <laughs> I will put it in the show notes. It's great for a party. Real cool vibes and just makes you feel like you're just having a fun time in the summer. And then I have this other playlist that I use for a lot of gatherings, which is called Inside My Heart and Dome. Wow. Which is stuff that- It's like that, journal writing, but in a playlist. Yes, it's my, my stuff from my heart, stuff from my head, stuff that's just random and all over the place. And I tell you, it kills with any crowd. So whenever I don't want to think about it, I just put that one on and it's, it's, I just get compliments up the wazoo. Well, can we share this as well? Do you have a sure. is shareable Spotify Yes, it playlist? is. I will share it with the people as well. Both of them will be in the show notes. And then um, I think towards the end of the nights, that's when, um, what? I think Mike put on like some like just like 90s R&B jams. And that's always, you know, that's always a good one. Yes, though, yeah, it's you know. a little weird. Yeah. So does just... the playlist. But hey, when I was there. I got to get just because of your thoughtfulness behind the playlist. Mm -hmm. And again, you curated it. You probably spent 15 minutes thinking about it, if that, because they already existed. Uh, that's another 10 out of 10, Emily. Woo! 90s R&B jams. I'm going to give you 10 90s R&B jams. Oh, amazing. Um, but great, great list. And you had a nice speaker out there, which I commented on. Mm -hmm. a nice Harman Kardon. Yes, Sounded indeed. good. You had a bass to carry through hey. the outdoor setting. Which a lot of people neglect, right? Some of these small speakers, you're not going to get that. If you need that they low, they don't do frequency. the work. And they you, don't. And another thing I would like to mention is that because we don't have outlets outside, there's like zero outlet. We had, we have another speaker, mic speaker. We had it as a backup for when the juice ran out, and then it did run out, and then we had another speaker ready to go. Look at that. Hey, hey, I think ahead. I, that's, I make lists, you know? Again, let's. this is why you're getting super high scores, Emily. I know. Thank you. I didn't thank you. want to give you high scores. I know. I, I know to. you want It's because you made the damn list, and you did the groundwork, and you did the due diligence, I did. and you made up, you know... You planned just a little Ooh. bit. You didn't probably go crazy, but you planned enough yes. where it's going to make everybody's time that much greater. So when they do get invited, if they're lucky enough to get invited to another backyard bash, Ooh. they're going to bring some even better booze and even more chairs. Ooh. Okay, so speaking of booze, yes. um, tell us what the game plan was, what you started with. We started with, we had some seltzers. We had uh, a couple different brands of seltzers, the Costco brand and okay. um, some Corona seltzers. Okay. And then we had some, Mike got a mixed case of, uh, I don't know, some sort of crafty beers, yep. whatever. Smart play. And, um, and that was like a case of that. We probably started off with too much. And then people start, we told people that they could bring stuff that they wanted to drink. Yep. Well, we also had a huge bottle of the Costco vodka, the Kirkland vodka, yep. some mixers for that. Um, and that was pretty much it. And then people just brought a bunch of stuff. And this is where I think I did wrong was that I should have told, I shouldn't have told everyone to bring whatever they wanted because it just ended up being too much. And at the end of the night, like my fridge is 90% beer cans right now. Oh man. Well, mm -hmm. how do you, I'm going to let you give your own score on this. Cause I, uh, I didn't buy much. I had a couple beers and then I wasn't there for the, uh, the bulk of the evening oh. when people get a little hairy, but oh, yeah. how did you, how did you feel you did? I think a seven. I think I needed to, to cap it or seven, um, seven, uh, Kirkland, Kirkland brand vodkas. Vodkas. 
the uh, extra big. I agree with you, and I'm not. T- but I'm I'm going to give you a higher score because Ernesto brought his own cooler, which is always fun because they come with cold beer, and they, it's always nice to have little stations around a beer that you can reach into. Mm-hmm. With some uh, newly upgraded Schlitz. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the Schlitz. A big 16-ounce can of Schlitz, and it was delicious. I know, John. I was like, this is delicious Schlitz. You know, oh, Schlitz God. is like a you know a joke for, I don't know, decades. <laughs> no, I know. Not a you know, Like Schlitz, Blatz, Hams. Schlitz, anything with like a name like that, right? Yeah. But obviously, they reformulated. Uh, really good. But listen, you can't account for people bringing... You can't get... Mad at people want to bring something. It might as well be something that you'll use in the mm-hmm. future. If they bring a terrible dip, I don't want it. No. But if they bring a case of Budweiser, which I know Michael will take down, eventually it's just finding storage. And if you have limited space, you have to account for that. Not everybody has a garage fridge like we do. No, they, whatever, I, I wanted that. I wish I had a garage fridge. So you never dump the case. You just keep the case on the side. Just that's in what case. I just a. That, and that is, uh, you know, where, you know, I, w- it was a misstep. That's okay. But you know what? You know, we, we live, we learn, and I will take this with me to the next party. I love the fact that Mike bought the, the sampler case of the heady IPAs, whatever, like the mm-hmm. craft beer. Because that way you don't have to buy like four different kinds of 12 packs. or so You get it all and you mm-hmm. dump that one and that's how you start. Because the people who want light beer, you got the light beer. And the people who want uh, a craft beer, they have a selection mm-hmm. that something will make them happy in there. But it's a good move on that. Yes. And I forget to say that we also still, we had a couple bottles of Malort so that we could all partake in fun shots. We did have some Malort. I did I have know, a Malort right? shot. I know. Um, it has a unique, uh, unique I, happiness I think it goes it. Down, it goes down nice. If you've never had Malort, it's a locally made spirit that tastes like, like just, floral. just tastes like gash. No, it's I terrible. think it tastes like uh, grapefruit. Yeah, it's very, very bitter, like bile post vomit. Slightly. In a, in, a, in, a, in a good way. I know. I, I like, like it. it. I, I like it. I think it's great. Um, they follow me on Instagram. Do they really? Yes, they Jesus. do. I know. Is that wild? Rod drinks a lot of Malort. Hey. I wish Malort can uh, sponsor this. Hey. Reach out to him. Like, I you want to sponsor our podcast? Okay. I who cares? Hey. Sponsored we'll by Malort. Hey. It's time for a Malort shot of the day, and then we pucker up and oh we my take God. it down. We'll see. I love it. Reach out to him. That's I your will. assignment. I will. Chicago. Done. Uh, all right. On to the next court category, which is this, uh, you know, more of an ethereal category that's oh. hard to peg down, but mm-hmm. vibes. Ooh, vibes. Which is directly connected to the previous all the categories, things. right? The, Music, the the guests, people, booze, ambiance, drumsticks, beers, jams, babies, IPAs, <laughs> pot plants, serving. Oh, they saw Mikey's pot plant. We did. If you, okay, saw I just want to say that if it's Jeff, legal. if someone had given me a heads up that they were bringing their thirteen-year-old son, Mike would have gladly. Hidden, tuck things uh, away. Not? It's life. It's legal. It's just. It's, I it's, know, it's, it's but part of the he discussion. felt bad about it, and then oh, I, he, I was like, "What did Lorenzo do when he saw the plant? He laughed like a bastard. Laughed so hard because it's so tiny. It well, was so it's only a, so funny. A little, it's a baby plant. It's growing. I know, but I don't think he expected. He was like, "What is? <laughs> he just laughed because it was like this dramatic, and there's steam blowing out of it. You know, there's there's a, a humidifier in there oh. that's visible and a bright light, and it's like this big dramatic reveal, and it's like the tiniest <laughs> little plant. It was like space balls. And I tell you, it's got like. It's got its own fan. It's got like its own. It's it has its own AC unit. Oh, first so of cute. all, and sometimes when he's like you know doing things to it in the morning, he puts a speaker in the tent. Well, there you go. And plays some nice music for the God plant. Lesson the I, man loves his plants. <laughs> he but, does. So the vibes, right? This is a direct uh, correlation. 
Vibes were totally great. Thank uh, you. I don't. I know you couldn't plan vibes. No, you, you can't. You curated the whole thing, but I'm just going to give it a solid ten. I'm oh, I don't thank even, you, a, brother. A tiny pop lance being misted by steam, and I think that's the rating system we're going to go with for the rest of the day here. Oh wow! Tiny pop plants being misted by steam. <laughs> by steam, and, <laughs> it's a um, humidifier. But it was good. Like again, great, great guest list, great food, great vibes. In your backyard is darling in that big tree. And the trees around it and all the dogs walking by in Roscoe Village, which is such a quaint city neighborhood. No, it's not the best. All added to the lovely vibes of your party, Emily. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a hot ticket. Your place is going to be a hot ticket hey. once the masses. We're going to have to do a, a giveaway to an Emily party. No. <laughs> all right. The next one, set up. All right. An hour beforehand, um, Ernesto and Meg came over. And they just helped me with the things that I could not anticipate. I have to deal with stairs going in and out because, you know, it's... In a second floor apartment, it's on the ground, the party. So, you know, bringing stuff down. I'm running around like crazy. Before I knew it, like, you know, we brought down the condiments and I turn around Uh-oh. and Meg, Meg put them in an aluminum case with ice in it. I was like, God bless you. Cause I oh. was going to, like, you know, cause it was a hot day, all these things. So um, I think just making sure that you have. The tables, the chairs, which we know that was an issue. What do you think? I'm going to let you grade, you grade you on this. You did all the work, so. I don't know. It's like I could always say I did better, but, you know, let's just say a good solid 8.5. That's um, great. You know, aluminum uh, containers filled with ice for condiments. Not bad for a first go-round no. of, a, of, a, of, of a birthday party, Emily. Yes. Oh, I did have disposable tablecloths that had think, what do we marijuana do? leaves on there them for go. Mikey. Lorenzo was like, man, where am I? I'm like, I swear, I was like, Lorenzo, I don't even smoke pot. I was like, it's all for Mike. Um, Well, it's his birthday. So and he's he an enthusiast. Right. Who might have so. ruined this guy's party? No. Um, Because of my sensitive son. He's not sensitive. He's a, he's a real kid. Yes, he's a real, he's a real in, boy. In a real world, damn it. Mm-hmm. He's a real boy. What would you do different with the setup? If 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 anything, next time, what did you learn most? Like, I would have like, ah, this is so much easier if I did this. I would Tell the world. have all all the tables I needed, all the chairs I needed right from the get go. Okay, I would have gotten that caused you some stress, a little bit of stress. Yeah. When did you realize you didn't have enough chairs? I knew I wouldn't have it. I would. I knew once the chairs got here, I would have enough. I just thought the chairs were coming earlier. Understood. Yes, that that was the all issue. Right. But next time, I'm going to eliminate that and make sure that they are all in our possession beforehand. And I don't know, maybe just like maybe even throw in an extra table. I almost want to say like have more than you expect. Yeah. Just so you're covered and you have stuff for setup. You have stuff, you know, to have right by the grill. You have I like stuff to for set up food. my parties like a wedding, outdoor wedding. Or just rows of chairs. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> Perfect. Like a recital. And have a, a head table of just me and Mike staring at each other. That'd That's be awesome. Hot. Totally. Um, okay. Right. Final official category before the bonus round. Ooh. Emily, clean up. Ooh. Oh, Lord. What time did everybody leave, first of all? Okay. That's really all that matters. That's the only thing that matters before we embark on this discussion. What time did people leave? The final people, I think, left around like 11, 1030 or something like that. But... The first round of people that started leaving outside, I'd say about 9, 9.30, okay? And when did you start cleaning up? Right after that, because it was about to rain, or so we thought. Whoa. So everybody, because we thought the rain was coming, it was like a mad dash, and everyone who was there, everyone grabbed something. Uh. We had that backyard cleared out, I swear to God, in 10 minutes. 
everything like every like the tables folded the chairs put away everything had its place and it was all the garbage was in the garbage cans done it was it happened so quickly and then when we came up there was hardly it was just like the coolers the booze that's the stuff i had to deal with the excessive yeah and then after that there was really nothing else to do and we just hung out and had a few more drinks and just chilled and it's because of the use of the disposables, the smart use of the disposables mm-hmm. for your prep and your uh, buffet line and all that. It's uh, just once you start getting into dishware and, and, and serving platters and all that stuff, it's just you're doing dishes for hours. I was like, no one cares. I don't need to have out my you, nice serving Did you feel plate. like, oh, my God, I'm never going to clean this place up? Or were you like comfortable with the way you went to bed and how you left the apartment? Oh, yeah. We freaking we we loaded the dishwasher. Everything was clean. You know, the the place, I cleaned the place really, really well beforehand, so mm-hmm. it was still in great shape, and I felt great going to bed, and the next day, just unloaded the dishwasher, found places in the fridge for all the beer, and, you know, I knew it was a successful night. Mike was very happy with how it turned out. He felt very special that everyone came out, especially on a Tuesday. Bub is blowing up on a Tuesday. I know. Well, you know, this is a hashtag chef life, you know? Hey, right? Tuesday is hey, industry night for a reason. That's when everybody comes out. And I told him, I was like, he was like, I don't think people will come. I'm like, trust me, people will come. And they did. And well, it was It's a testament fun. to you guys as a couple and Michael and you. And I think now it's going to be, uh, you're going to have to fight people off with a stick, Emily. I know. People want the parties. We do. Hey, we, we do a good party. I was really pleased. Really happy. Well done. Yes. Uh, super secret bonus round, Emily. Oh. It's very important. Everybody's clamoring for it. It's ice. Oh. <laughs> How do we do with the ice? Was there enough ice? Were there ice, clean ice for cocktails in mm. a separate vessel? Was the beer cold? How did we do? What was the game plan? Did anybody bring ice? Well, Jeff, it has been drilled into me the importance of ice because of you. I made sure that we had the clean ice in a separate vessel. I we did bought- you do this because you knew we we're going to talk about this? I hope I didn't put too much pressure. No, on you because with this no this subject is, matter of this podcast. No, this is no. I'm not like this has been drilled into my brain. Like I know that we got to have the, all the different levels and amount of ice. We got a ton of ice uh, at the grocery store and we started cooling things. We put stuff in the freezer. So we had in the middle of the day, stuff was on ice. And then I had three bags on its way that from committed people. And we had the perfect amount of ice. Everything was cold. Oh was, my God. I, 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 I created this neurosis <laughs> of ice. I'm so sorry to everybody out there, but I'm going to give you something, Emily. What? That's a 10 out of a 10. Ooh. Tiny. Tiny pot plants being misted by moisture <laughs> and steam. A humidif- yep. humidifier. Yeah, whatever, man. It's visible, man. I made it all so much trippier and vibey. Oh, my uh, God. Yes, the crowd's going crazy. Uh, it's like obviously. they're watching a sporting event. You back and forth. Ice here. Ice there. Wow. Um, well, we iced it to death. I, I think we did good on the But it was a on super, ice. one of the hottest days. It was a hot day. It so was a had, hot day. If it was like 60 degrees, you probably would have, but... Like by the time I there's like a lot of the ice was melted in that big bin because mm-hmm. you just couldn't contain it. But you had a cocktail ice, you had fresh ice. People love cold drinks on a hot summer night. Hey, like, and that's you what guys we give nailed the, the ice. People, very important. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. I'm not even going to tally up these grades. You no, know you did an I unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you. You you asked for help when you needed it most, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't feel compelled exactly. to tackle everything. Ernesto on the grill. 
Friends bring in ice. Friends bring in chairs. It's a communal thing. Hey. When you get to your house in the Hamptons and you cater the party and you get rent tables and chairs and you have a, you know, minions. Yeah. Fine, do that. But at this stage in all of our lives, we're leaning on each other to help. Yeah, good booze, great music. Thank you. I'm glad we came. Um, Zero regrets, Emily. Yes, I have zero regrets from that whole wonderful day. Wonderful day. Anything, anybody you want to thank, especially Emily, (sighs) before we embark here on this next chapter in both of our lives? I know. I I just want to, you know, thank all of you guys for listening. I want to thank uh, my my dear love, Mikey Savage, for being born, for his mother, Laura, birthing him. Oh, for uh, <laughs> beautiful birthing techniques exactly and thank you jeff for teaching me this stuff so i knew how to and and you know what and our mother the the original come on over Queen. Um, matriarch yep. who we learned from and how we know that like what is important in throwing a good little bash sweet sweet science that's mm. what it is emily and we are scientists so on that note <laughs> remember to subscribe, rate, review, and share. Send all your questions to askjeff at comeonover.com. Thank you all for coming over. Get out! Woo! The Come On Over podcast is powered by Game Plan. It is edited and produced by me, Emily Morrow. Stop it. Bro. Oh, wait, can I say something really quick? Yeah, what? Oh, my God. I was so mad because I had all these, you know, ideas planned for my uh, cornhole appearance on yeah. ESPN when I was going to be interviewed. Like, what was I going to say? And, like, what bits am I going to do? Like, the fanny pack. Yeah. And that way, I just made that up on the spot. But my goal is, like, you know, so what can we, like, first of all, I want you to call me by my cornhole name, which is Jeff the <laughs> Italian Donkey Morrow. <laughs> I'm like, why is that? I'm like, well, first of all, donkeys are fierce. And because he always gets it in the hole. Oh, man. I think we're just going to end it there. <laughs> Thank you. All, all right. right. <laughs> <laughs> is it from like the fucking. Oh, God, that joke. Yeah, the joke. Like, he joke. always calls me that. <laughs>